Well, good evening, everybody. So glad you can join us today right there from your home or if you're here in the building. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Well, God is good. Amen. I want to share just a few scriptures with you uh, out of the word of God, beginning at First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And it says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I know in this situation that we're in the middle of, um, uh, we have to rejoice. <laughs> Bible says rejoice always and uh, pray continually. And I want to encourage you uh, today that during this time that we are in a constant state of rejoicing and continuing to pray. I believe God is calling his people together for such a time as this to um uh, release, if you will, the decree of the Lord. Zephaniah chapter 3 and 17 says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves, and he will take great delight in you. In his love, he will uh, not rebuke you, but he will rejoice over you with singing. And that's what God is doing. If you're joining us online today, I want you to, if you have a prayer request, you can drop your prayer request there. Uh, in the comment section of our live feed and we'll be more than happy to pray with you Romans 12 and 12 says be joyful in hope patient and affliction and faithful in prayer so father we just thank you Lord that you're in control today uh, Lord you're you uh, knew this when it began you had it was already planned that you knew that it was going to happen so father we just thank you Lord for your protection and your guidance during this time Lord we thank you father that uh, what the enemy meant to destroy us with, you're going to raise us. This is going to be a turnaround for us. Now, Father, and we just release a divine turnaround right now in Jesus' name to those that are watching and those that are here. Father, we thank you for divine reversal. Divine reversal, Father. We thank you, Lord, that your, 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 your power and your presence is moving. Psalms 94 and 19 says, when anxiety was great within me, you brought me joy. If you're going through a lot of anxiety right now, which I know a lot of folks that are online right now are, the Bible says that when it was great within me, he brought joy. And it's in times like these that we have to uh, uh, tap into the joy of the Lord. Proverbs 15 and 23 says, A person finds joy in giving an apt reply, and how good is a timely word. Psalm 32 and 7 says, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. And that's something that you can decree and declare over yourself. It's Psalm 32 and 7 that you are my hiding place. Romans 12 and 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. And this is a time of rejoicing. I know there's a lot going on and, and around, but you know what? Do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Stay in faith. Stay in, in, in the spirit. Don't feel fearful or afraid. God is with us. Psalm 149 and 4 says, For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns them with uh, humility and with victory. 
Psalm 119.14 says, I rejoice in following your statutes. And so, Father, we just rejoice. We thank you for James 1 and 2 that says, Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. So, Father, in this time that we are in, Father, we thank you that you're going to um, attest our faith. You're testing our faith already. But, Lord, we know that because of this, this will develop perseverance. We thank you, Lord, that Psalm 30 uh, and verse 5 says, that your favor lasts a lifetime. So, Father, we thank you that even during this time, though there's layoffs happening around us, though there are things happening that we don't understand, Father, we know that your favor lasts a lifetime. And, Lord, weeping may endure for a night, but we know joy comes in the morning. Father, we thank you. We decree it over this, this, this house and the uh, uh, homes around Southeast Texas, God, that favor is for a lifetime. And Father, we just thank you and we decree favor upon Southeast Texas, upon our nation, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're opening our ears to hear you clearly, Father. Lord, we thank you. This is a time of coming together to hear your voice, Father, to coming together to, to minister to our families. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you, Proverbs 17, 22 says a joyful heart is good medicine father we thank you lord that you're you're releasing peace and joy through the streets of southeast texas god you're releasing your goodness father lord we thank you god that 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 we're called for such a time as this to be a light in this world father we thank you lord for giving us the right words to speak and to say to people father we thank you lord that even though we don't understand god you do and we thank you lord that you're giving us the right things to say to the right people father we just declare that southeast texas god is is going to see a rapid response of your glory a rapid response of healing we declare acceleration of healing to people who are affected with allergies right now those that are affected with flu-like symptoms we just take authority over that in jesus name and we release healing to them in the name of jesus father we thank you for it. if you're watching and you would like prayer just uh, um a comment here in the middle in the in our facebook section and we'll be more than happy to pray with you uh zephaniah uh 3 and 17 says the lord your god is in your midst a mighty one who will save he will rejoice over you with gladness he will quiet you by his love and he will exalt over you with singing so father we thank you that you are in our midst lord we thank you father that you are say you have saved us and are saving us from this calamity this this disease this this virus father we thank you lord that your healing presence power and authority goes for us father we just thank you for it in jesus name amen amen peggy i would like for you to share that scripture you shared this afternoon if you have that with you yeah yes <clears throat> Pastor Peggy's going to come and share Psalm 91 with us. And after that, we're going to pray over our community and our nation. And then, if, again, if you have a prayer request, drop your prayer request down there and we'll pray with you. And what we have to remember, church, is 
the power of the Word of God, this should be what we turn to in times of stress. Everybody's stressed. Everybody is, you know, really um, trying their best to hold things together and not to uh, become overwhelmed. Amen. And um, we know that the enemy is the one who brings things like this on. But at the same time, we also know that our God works all things together for good to those that love him. And what I'm seeing a uh, occurrence of is more and more people turning to the Lord in various ways through this. And so we need to keep our focus on the positives um, even even the fact that we had prayer at noon and I noticed on on my on my Facebook page there were many other churches having prayer at noon broadcast in prayer I mean praise God people are turning to the Lord and so let us try to just hold on to our rock which is Jesus Christ and know that as long as we're holding on to him we're going to be okay. And so today at uh, morning prayer earlier, I felt like the Lord said to pray Psalm, Psalm 91 over us. And I want to do it again. And it's out of the Passion Translation, which is a little bit different, but it's such a beautiful translation. So it's a little bit different from uh, how those of us that grew up maybe with King James or New King James um, are familiar with it. But it's just so beautiful. And the thing is that it's not even the beauty of the truth within it, but it's the fact that as we read the Word of God, and as Pastor John was reading the Word, the Word of God has spiritual substance in it. And so as we read it, we are actually releasing the spiritual substance contained within Psalm 91 over our lives. And so, you know, it's, it's the, the, the kingdom of God realm is so much more than what we even know it is. It's, it's, a, it's a realm of supernatural. It's a realm of the angelic. We know that angels hearken to the word of God. So even as we, as we read the word and, and pastor's been releasing uh, different various verses concerning fear and combating fear from the word of God over Facebook, you know, that that's the kind of thing that stirs up the spirit realm and it, it, it attracts the, an, the angels and angelic activity and uh, angelic protection. And I know this church is one that we have, we've talked about angels a lot. We've studied angels. We've done different things about the angels and I believe with all my heart we are going to start to see and experience many more um, of these kind of occurrences that have to be attributed to, to angelic activity in our lives just just incredible things so so let's try to keep our focus on the invisible spirit realm of the kingdom of God instead of the natural realm of what the news and, you know, everybody's telling us and, and all the rumors out there. Of course, we have to be wise and we do live in this world. We can't be 
ignorant of truth in the natural realm but we've always got to keep the first thing the the main thing the main thing and that's the kingdom of god and his invisible realm that is around us at all times to protect us amen so let me read psalm 91 when you sit enthroned under the shadow of shaddai you are hidden in the strength of god most high he's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me the only god for me and my great confidence he will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy that's something to hold on to right there he will rescue us from those hidden traps those invisible things we can't see germs they're hidden but he will rescue us amen and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. Let me encourage you to, to think about that in your mind's eye. This is saying that we can run under the covering of god's majesty and you know sometimes we tend to lay our heads down at night on the pillow and our mind oftentimes will just run rampant with uh thoughts of this that and everything else and the devil loves to make our minds run with worry and fear and whatever he can but sometimes when that gets crazy just see yourself in your mind's eye just just coming up before the throne of god and just letting father god cover you with his majesty and just rest in that assurance that your god is a loving father and he loves you like the best father in the world could love a child and protect him at all times so as i go on verse four you can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Amen. That's verse 6, 91.6 out of the Passion don't fear a thing now notice that's not a suggestion it's a command our god is a god of faith and fear is the exact opposite and he tells us straight up front don't fear a thing and i realize that's a lot easier said than done it's real easy just to say some tell somebody don't fear and you know the flesh just defaults to fear mode automatically but the remedy for that is plugging into the lord if nothing else you can put on you can go like on your phone you can go to youtube and you could just put maybe um you know they have youtube uh downloads of the word of god being read that is a comforting thing you could find that on youtube maybe you know the book of psalms being read and click on that and it may be an hour or two long 
or two hour long video and it'll just read the book of Psalms or, you know, the book of John or whatever. It'll read the word of God over you. And if you think about that, because the word of God is spiritual substance at the same time, that's going to fill your home and your atmosphere with the substance of the word of God. So that's a power principle right there. And to do that, that is going to overcome that spirit of fear that is wanting so desperately to grip us nowadays. Amen. So don't fear a thing, it says, whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. Now, notice, I want you to notice the difference here between the fact that he's not saying everybody in the world is protected. This is a psalm written to God's people. It's God's people that are getting this promise of protection here. And he's the people that are outside of the kingdom of God, the people that have chosen to reject God and are not living, you know, they have chosen not to accept Jesus' free gift of salvation into their lives. Although God loves them as a as a, a loving God, the promises aren't necessarily for those that have rejected God. They're for the people of God. And that's us. He's saying there may be thousands of people getting killed, but you will remain unharmed. That's the advantages of being in the family of God. We're a family. Father God loves his children and he'll protect us. Amen. And don't you know the lines are becoming more and more obviously drawn nowadays between those that love the Lord and those that have rejected the Lord. I saw recently where Sunday, that was the National Day of Prayer. If you remember, uh, the president had proclaimed it a National Day of Prayer. And there were people on Twitter making Twitter posts cussing the National Day of Prayer using profanity against the fact that our president had called a national day of prayer. And while we always have to have mercy on people that they're that, they're that hardened of heart, the fact of the matter is the lines are being real drawn. And, you know, if you've got people that, that are using the national day of prayer to spend the day and pray, and then you've got people cursing, the fact that a day of prayer was called, that's the difference. We're seeing the difference between darkness and light, and it's being very obviously uh, drawn. Amen. Okay, so verse, verse 8. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. 
How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken. Because you have delighted in me as my great love, I will greatly protect you. Is that not beautiful, church? Let's read that again. Here is what the Lord has spoken, it says. Because you have delighted in me, I will greatly protect you. That is a promise we can take to the bank. This is a time to simply draw closer to the Lord than we've ever drawn before. This is a time, all that free time, let me encourage you. And, and this is one of my rants, and you guys know this, but realize that the enemy has created all kinds of distractions in this era that we're in. The social media, you can stay on Facebook for hours, you can stay on Twitter, you can get on Pinterest, you can get on YouTube, you can get on all these different things because the devil wants our mind and our heart focused on anything but God. Netflix, you can binge watch The Office for two weeks, okay? And not that there's, you know, the, you, we have downtime, sure, you know, and, you know, God's not mean, but, you know, the fact of the matter is see it for what it is and try in these trying days to use your time more wisely. You do not have to just default to Netflix without even thinking or default to getting on the computer and looking at whatever it is. Ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do with this time? He may really want you to go, just go in your room, sit in a chair or sit on your bed or whatever, and just open your Bible and just sit there and wait and give him the opportunity to speak to your heart. I am absolutely convinced that there are million dollar ideas there are cures there are new revelations that have not been released into this earth's realm yet because people are not giving god enough time just one-on-one -on -one with the lord for him to be able to drop some of these things in our hearts and in our minds and even just sitting and waiting, even if you have to just sit in your room, you could maybe put on some soft praise and worship music, or maybe not. You could just maybe go somewhere and sit and just say, Lord, I'm just going to wait on you. I promise you, it sounds like a crazy thing to do, but I promise you God will always show up in some way. 
because the people that do that are so few and far between. He's looking for people to just want to spend time with him. You can just sit there and just say, Lord, I just love you. I'm just waiting on you. I just worship you. I just worship you. He will always respond to that. He's not going to do it if we're sitting on Facebook, scroll and scroll and scroll and looking at everybody's drama and everybody's got an opinion and they want to give it. That doesn't, doesn't help us in any way, shape, or form. It actually just it irritates us. It gets us angry. It gets us more nervous. It gets us fearful. Let's spend this time of, of you know, forced quarantine or whatever you want to call it Let's really try to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to try my best to spend time with you during this time. Amen. 15, I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. Isn't that beautiful? And we don't see it. And we think God doesn't hear my prayers. He's not answering. Oh, no, 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 no. There's something that happens in the spirit realm every time we pray. And many times it may not be till maybe three weeks later that we see the answer to the prayer that we prayed. But we've got to realize that God never turns his back on us. He never ignores us. He never uh, doesn't answer. He's never too busy to hear. When we pray... He hears and something in the spirit realm gets set in motion. Even though we may not see the manifestation of that till later, but it does. Even in your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life. And with all that I do for you. That is such a beautiful promise. You know, the devil wants us to think that our life is never going to amount to anything. And that our life is going to just kind of, and then we die. Okay. That's what the devil wants us to think. I'll never amount to anything. But my God says, if you stick with him, you will be satisfied with a full life God has a destiny for every one of us and he says in Jeremiah 29 11 that he has plans for us and plans to prosper us in every area of our life in our health in our relationships in our families in everything if we stick with the Lord every day every day every day just persevere with God Spend time with him every day. Our life will eventually blossom into a beautiful thing for his glory. Verse 16. You'll be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. And I've mentioned this this morning, but let me just reemphasize real quickly. The fullness of our salvation church, I believe with all my heart, has yet to be seen. What Jesus accomplished for us 
and imparted into us when we were born again has yet to be made known on the earth how glorious it is how powerful it is how all-inclusive our salvation is and that's the time i believe we're coming into the time of the greatest glory ephesians says that 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 the lord is coming that jesus is coming back for a glorious church glorious meaning a body of people that are filled with his glory that are walking in his glory whose lives manifest his glory that's the church that jesus is coming back for and that is what we need to keep our focus on because he wants to do that for each and every one of us in our lives amen amen thank you so much for sharing that i i believe that's a now word for the body of christ and and uh, you can get that. Is that the Passion Translation? So if you're wondering, that's the, uh, Psalm 91, the Passion Translation. I want to read Scripture, Second Chronicles chapter 7, beginning in verse 12. It says, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. And if I shut up the heavens so that no rain falls, or if I command locusts to devour the land, or... If I send a pestilence and a plague among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. And in verse 15 says, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer offered in that place i want to look at that again because it it, it, it it's amazing to me it says <clears throat> excuse me if my people who are called by my name humble themselves pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways he's talking about us his people he, he's telling us to humble ourselves let's talk about that for a moment humble ourselves you know now is the time more than ever has been to humble ourselves we don't need people's you know opinions on certain things we don't need uh we don't need uh all we need to humble ourselves and ask our father to forgive us for judging each other for judging different races for for judging people how they act how they talk how they walk it's time that we, the body of Christ, God's people, humble ourselves. Time to humble. This is not the time to point fingers. This is not the time to, to be mad at a preacher for closing their doors. This is not the time to be mad at a preacher for opening their doors. This is not that time. This is the time to humble ourselves before the mighty Lord. It goes on and says, and you say, well, Pastor John, that's that's pretty harsh. It is what it is. It's time that we humble ourselves. We cannot act, we cannot walk around arrogant and prideful any longer. We cannot be greedy preachers in the pulpit any longer. We can't be be people. We can't be uh, 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 people that are just going after something, a prophetic word. We got to stop all this 
foolery and get back in the word of God and humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord so that we can see him do something unlike we've ever seen before. That is where we are in the body of Christ today. And um, let's go on. Uh, humble ourselves. And then the Bible says, uh, if you'll pray and seek, and I'm out of the amplified, it says, if you will crave. In other words, if you'll require as a necessity, as in, when was the last time that you, you prayed and seeked his face, sought his face as a necessity, as, as I have to do it. Maybe the next few days, maybe uh, we should, we need to really focus on praying and seeking his face, humbling ourselves and saying, Father, yes, my mouth has been crazy. Yes, I've had jealousy for this person and that person. Yes, I've said this. I've said that. Maybe we will just get it all out there in the open. Ask God to forgive us so that we can move forward. It says, if you'll seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He's, he's talking about his people. <laughs> turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear them from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land and not just that my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered i believe this is where we are friends this is we we are at a, a divine intersection and god is saying which way are you going to go are you going to continue your way or are you going to cross the street and come my way it's time. It's time. Father, let's just pray. Father, we thank you. And Father, today we repent. We repent for being prideful. We repent for the words we have spoken as the body of Christ. We repent for judging people, judging pastors and churches and leaders and judging each other. We repent, God. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. We want to do better, Lord. We want to do better. Father, we thank you. We we seek your face. We 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 are crave we crave your presence. We crave your face. But Father, we thank you as we um, begin to move forward, Father. We thank you, Lord. We pray for our our school districts and we pray for our leaders and we pray for our president and vice president and we pray for our county and municipalities, municipalities, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, that they, they hear your voice and that they yield to your spirit. And Father, we just take authority over the spirit of fear and panic. Father, we thank you, Lord, that peace and joy, peace and joy will run through the streets of this community and this nation. Father, we thank you, Lord, that this disease has to, or this virus has to bow its knee to the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you that this thing isn't more powerful than you, but you're more powerful than it. And Father, we just thank you that even tonight, we're, we're declaring that this is over with and it's done with, and we will continue to speak it forth so as that it will be established in this earth realm. Father, we thank you that those who are worried about their jobs and worried about uh, different uh, functions of their life, Father, I thank you that you're going to step in. You're going to, we're going to see you begin to divinely orchestrate things, Father, in this season. Father, we thank you. This is 
your the time that the glory shall invade this earth and father we just declare and we decree that no one father will be affected that father they're going to have more money than they've ever had father that no one will go homeless no one will go without food but father the body of christ is going to come together for such a time as this to to help each other and to help the community father and we just thank you that unity prevails and division dis diminishes in jesus name we thank you for a spirit of unity to begin to fall upon this nation father we thank you lord that that um um that you're moving right now from coast to coast from sea to shining sea father and lord you're cleansing you're cleansing the land father we thank you for it in jesus name amen let me check real fast and see if there's any prayer requests online before we <clears throat> dismiss tonight um jeff do you see anything i'm not i have a delayed uh deal here and so um as many of you know uh, already uh our county judge has 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 uh updated his disaster declaration to um include that he is now restriction restricting um, gatherings uh, of 10 or more and so that will also uh, cause us to not have church here this Sunday and so what we're going to do is have church online this Sunday and also next Wednesday and until the disaster declaration the emergency order uh, has been um, resolved and so this Sunday we will have to meet online and you can watch us at tgpchurch.tv. What is it, Jeff? I'm sorry. tgpchurch.live are also on Roku, Facebook, and on YouTube. And on Roku, Facebook, and YouTube, you just got to search the gathering place and we will pop up. So make sure you join us there. We'll have live worship. We'll have a live message. And, um, and this is going to be a good time in the Lord. So uh, this will be a good time for your families to get together around the TV and enjoy a word from the Lord together. We want to encourage you to have communion with your family on Sunday. And so you can prepare for that. You just need some grape juice or orange juice or water and a little cracker, and you'll be all right with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And so whatever you can find to do communion with, hey, that's all right. So we want to encourage you to do that. We believe this is a great time that God is moving and he has not forsaken his people. And so thank you so much for joining us online. Thank you so much for being here tonight. We love you. Have a great evening. God bless you. Good night.